Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the DMs Book Club. This episode was made in collaboration with my wonderful guest host Hamilton of Dragon's Duel, the D&D game show. In Dragon's Duel, two teams of contestants battle through six improv and trivia rounds based on the six abilities to score points towards their D&D character. It's an absolutely brilliant show, one of which I've guested on in the past. I actually created the character Hella the Smash Dagger, a dwarven bard. You can catch Dragon's Duel over on their Twitch channel, that's twitch.tv forward slash dragons underscore duel, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you very much. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the DS Book Club, a podcast where we read about some Dungeons and Dragons and discuss how we might include it in our role-playing campaigns. I can't say words. I can't say words. Hey, you did it. I did you it. did it. I did it. Yes. This well week on the show, I am joined by Fiona. You might know her from such podcasts as this one yeah. and the What Am I Rolling podcast, which is Hooray. a bi-monthly or two twice a month podcast yeah. that plays other TTRPG systems I've fallen off the cliff help me no no you've got it you got it right thank you so much Hamilton thank you how's your how's you how are you hosting this like this is my show no you did offer it to me and I I, did I felt much more comfortable doing it no I didn't no you're doing great you're doing great uh this week we're doing hags and the dark sisterhood I should turn my eyes off, but I can't reach them. (laughs) No, I I considered that as well, but then I I don't know if you've had it with your um, internet or or whenever your camera tries to find you, it struggles to find you, so then it it just like works overtime as a result. So exactly. I could do some (laughs) editing. I could do some video editing where it just all goes a bit black. It's like all goes inverted. Well, yeah, what's it's like um, every every it's completely off topic, but every serial killer documentary is like everything was fine until they weren't, and then inverted colours like <laughs> <laughs> yes, or black and white, and the cam and it's all cut through the screen. Yeah, sort of Ken Burns like hundred percent. Ah, good old Ken Burns. <laughs> all he's remembered for is moving pictures. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he did good photos as well. I imagine, but. I, I imagine that so but yeah but yes so hags then right. uh, ha- so it was yeah yeah i guess it says a lot about me <laughs> as a as a person so uh, i don't know i don't know i don't know what your experience is with hags hamilton um i don't have life. that much experience. well i <laughs> i wouldn't want to uh, assume you know a real life hag I but unfortunately <laughs> haven't met any even in my glastonbury tour days i, did, I don't think i've met but, my goodness yes yeah, so if you if any if uh, our listeners listened to the last episode obviously we discovered uh, hamilton's origins mm. for getting into uh, role-playing games but and now now that you've mentioned it maybe maybe it was a hag in disguise but obviously <laughs> we don't know and that's me saying it not hamilton so don't don't <laughs> rain terror on hamilton please don't, please don't. <laughs> also my, my grandma used to tell me a story about the tube this is very weird, but like no, she used to it. say, like she used to, she freaked me out about the tube, and like, I really had like a fear of it. I didn't really realize why I had this sort of irrational fear of it, and then I like had this memory, and she used to like when I was a kid point at the tube station, she goes, "You don't go down there. It's dangerous. Bad people live down there who like turn you into a donkey, like you saw on uh, in Pinocchio." And I was like, "You what? <laughs> like <laughs> seriously?" And I told my mum this. I, I sort of had this memory. It came back to me when I was wow. living in London years ago. And I remembered it when I was like, I was like, she told me that. And I remember she used to tell me this all the time. And I told my mum, she went, she did what? And my grandma, unfortunately, it's not like, I love my grandma. She was amazing. She was, grandmothers will come up in this anyway. But yes. she told me this story and it fucking freaked me out. Like, yeah. seriously, you're going to tell, like, that scene in Pinocchio is fucking scary. Oh, it's terrifying. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. When they, when they all go to, oh, it's, it's called, like, not not boy island or yeah. it's like party island or something yeah, exactly. like that all the boys get to do whatever they want yeah. randomly shoot guns yeah. i ever seem to remember that bit but yeah and turning Smoking into donkeys yeah and then turning into donkeys yeah. that was it and drinking and stuff yeah. yeah and that's just like that stuck with me for a while so there's some that's my only sort of close irl hag <laughs> <laughs> that i can say because it sort of was that sort of like yeah glory. that's Folklore ways, I don't trust it. Yeah, there are bad people down there. Exactly. So. And by your old grandmother, you know, that sort of sort of fits with that sort of thing. I yes. played against one in, in a DD campaign that I mm. was a player in, um, mm. who my amazing DM, who 
was my first D, first DM in my like new guise as a playing D and D when I was older. Who is uh, Joe Creates? I'm just gonna shout him out if that's okay. Joe Creates. Yeah, he's, he's, he doesn't even shout. He's got twenty thousand followers. He's like he's yeah. He makes video games and uh, he's an amazing DM because he makes video games and he made this incredible um, circus where the circus owner had um, made a deal uh, with a hag. Uh, to sort of help uh, make the circus be um, uh, more magical and have uh, be more fortunate, uh, like make more money and all that sort of stuff. In turn, stealing children and putting them in yeah. boxes and giving them to, uh, to the hag. Ye, ye old hag for his payment. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, um, I, a similar thing. I, I didn't really realise... Uh, I, I, again, I will. I will admit. I, I, I assume I've not met any in real life hags. Um, please write to me if you have. No, I don't want to say that. Um, please don't. But <laughs> please don't, because that will terrify me. But I yeah. think again, I, I, I vaguely remember you know, playing in games and a hag has popped up. But actually yeah. reading about them and this, like you said, this this dark sisterhood. Yeah. They are. There's a lot to them. Mm. And I'm, I'm actually when I was reading through it, I was like, I'm surprised that they're not more and not more used or just yeah. more prevalent because they, they they do appear like um certainly like in critical role they had sort of almost yes. like a, a baba yaga type thing yes. uh, uh for one of the stories and stuff but they are terrifying yeah, they and it, are. just yeah we're just gonna dive right in and have a look at it so you, you kind of picked up uh, little bits about it already yeah. so like hags are essentially sort of crones and they mm. like corrupting to the ideals of 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 you know good and e and not good and evil so just yeah. good yeah. um and they are just and it just there's this great line it just says they are inhuman monsters they're twisted by evil there's no redeeming features about a hag and they have this great sort of um like you sort of said, like a hierarchy thing. So the oldest and wisest and probably most evil ones are the grandmothers. So that idea of like grandmother nightshade and yeah, all that sort exactly, of thing yeah. comes across. Uh, but then uh, less, um, lesser down the order or sort of less powerful uh, hags are known as aunties, which again, for me, uh, not again, not saying that I'm, my aunties were hags or anything like that, but is that, uh, there is that sort of... Um, I had one. No, but it's like it's like um it's like a trope or something. Like yeah, you, you know, when you, oh, you read you read books, and there's always like an auntie who is like a bit uh a bit much, I guess, or a yes. bit sort of like oh, and you're like oh no, not auntie, not auntie Susanna, you know. That's exactly, sort of yeah. No, I totally agree, and it, I mean it's so based on those. Um, oh, I don't want to get too philosophical. That Jungian tropes, isn't it, of the yeah. sort of those. Um, what they called folk stories of of the old lady in the woods who you know Hansel and Gretel and um, yeah and all the, uh, what's the and obviously the sort of the the witch in uh, like the, Wizard of Oz and stuff yes. like that so yeah they, they are essentially magical uh, witches uh, but but are are perceived to be much older yeah. like. Um, there's a great paragraph again this is so most of this the hag stuff we're going to be talking about today comes from mm. volo's guide to monsters there are bits and other pieces obviously in the monsters mm. manual and stuff like that but in volo's it talks about uh this idea that they are sort of ugly unpredictable and old yeah. that is like the the three uh again the rule of three which we keep coming yes. back to it's i think it's just a thing with you and me hamilton we're like the rule of three <laughs> i'm um, gonna keep with this <laughs> i'm gonna keep with this but uh yeah so this yeah, the idea that uh is they're older um, and they're not part of uh, there's this thing about in, that's what I was going to talk about sorry mm. in the Bolo's Guide they talk about uh, obviously the Feywild and there's obviously the sealing and unsealing court mm. and how both these courts and we've talked I've, I've spoke about it on another episode that for us recording just now came out today uh, we talked about it with Darren Kenny um, this idea that the sealing court and unsealing court they're not good or bad they're just very different in their views and stuff so you have Titania who's the queen of the summer court and then the queen of darkness and air of the uh, of the, uh, the winter court I think it is mm -hmm. but hags don't belong to either of them because and I love this <laughs> neither neither court likes them because they're a bit of a stain because they have this idea that for a hag, being ugly is beautiful and yes. vice versa. Mm -hmm. Whereas Feywild is obviously all about beauty and nature and like that sort of almost preening quality. So I just love the idea that hags aren't a part of either court because they don't see eye to eye on this one yes, one thing. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, and uh, yeah, exactly. And they, they revel in having a hideous appearance, isn't it? It's that sort of that's a, but they'll pick at sores and yeah, like, that, that, oh, just yeah, they, just they, like... they deliberately pick at sores or grow warts and like yes. have hairs on their chin because that makes they they think that is the the epitome of beauty, which is just again I guess because we're 
almost surrounded by immediates always you know for us currently in this in this climate like thin people are beautiful you know, people with paler skin all that sort of thing whereas these are deliberately the complete opposite like crooked noses extra warts and yeah the picking the picking at sores was a bit yeah, oh. just really, you just saw it and it's that oh, spots and all those sort of like grimy you know, but it kind of it really that that belief is really fundamental to their whole attitude to good as well as you were saying because it's like mm. they want to just be the most ugly because that is just they find that just so a way to be like um to sort of go against what humanity yeah it's the humans around them are trying to perceive just because they want to push their buttons as much as possible mm -hmm. in some respects and they want to sort of yeah sort of get the i think they want to put everyone they just like to be like evilly chaotic don't they in some yeah and it's yeah exactly that it's that sort of like they love bringing those of good of heart and, and noble nobleness down because mm. again is that sort of and as we'll go on to this idea that people come to them for help as you were sort of saying and they're like oh, well we will help you but it's not in the way you think very much like um when i was reading through this very much if, if anyone's uh, Monkey's Paw is the, the, the fairy tale, but obviously The Simpsons yeah. did something similar where it's be careful what you wish for because it's yes. not what you get. Um, the other the other thing that I, when we'll talk about it as well about the the bargains they make and stuff, mm -hmm. very much like Needful Things, the Stephen King novel, where you're like, I have exactly what you want, but just do something else for me. Just go and uh, egg the neighbor's yard as a little prank, and then it goes mm -hmm. escalates till people are murdering each other yes, and stuff like that, exactly. and this person's just. Just feeding off this, uh, this, uh, this uh, tension and energy and yeah, stuff, and which is of, what's that German word? That sort of reveling in the pain of others. And oh, stuff. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. They are like yeah. awesome Schadenfreude, but they it's that you can see they're just like they're, they're the sort of trickster, but they sort of revel. They just find that that um, that sort of love in the in just turning the good evil. You know, mm. that sort of like just destroying what is good, uh, which yeah. is quite, there's something, I think, like, yeah, there's something quite dark, there's something super bad or evil about that, but it's sort of, it is something that you, you can see in some people and you can see that, that sort of like, yeah. Like the, like the seed of something, of like it. someone takes, yeah, and then yeah, this, this, yeah, this is definitely turned up to 11, that yeah. they, they will deliberately go about their way mm. to undermine and destroy something because yeah. that's what they enjoy but yeah. um but yeah like you said so obviously the obviously fairy tales of like you must stay away from people because they'll just take children away for various mm. reasons but it's because they can shape change they uh most of them have can change into the appearance of uh commonly older women mm. who are just like oh have some food my dear mm. oh come help me with this and then yeah there's tales of like them encouraging children to act out uh, to the point where they are, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then they are either exiled from their village or they're, they're like, we don't know what to do. The kid has been has been manipulated, and yeah, that's the idea. They always manipulate people's good mm. intentions and stuff, which I really, again, it's it's a very, yeah. How can I put it? It's again, we've all had a person in our lives who is it? If it's a relative or an older uh, relative who who insists on something, but it's in they do it in a way which is very sweetly. Like again, if we take an example of a grandmother, mm. um, and it's like, oh dearie, oh you don't, oh have you put on weight? You know that yes, sort of thing. It's that, isn't and it's it? just yeah, it is that just sort of to like get with get into your psyche and really yeah. You. It's <laughs> I think is it Bridget Jones calls it the jellyfish compliment, where it's sort of like a backhand, and I just like that idea that this is what one way of playing hags could be it is that sort of like the little insults and digs that just eat away at someone is just oh Enough it's great of, um oh what's the name from uh, pride and prejudice oh geez oh her condescension is so oh are you a pride and prejudice oh, oh the um oh it's 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 <laughs> Catherine it's, de Berg, Catherine de Berg, yes, Lady Catherine Berg. de Berg. That's Berg, a, yeah, yes. That sort of like, evil, like, just sort of says these things that are just so mean to. Sorry, that just remind me of that. No, no, but that, but it's true, right? Cause, and and this is the thing about it. you. You see it everywhere in little bits of inspiration. You're like, oh yeah, this comes from this and that. So, could you imagine, for example, like a Pride and Prejudice version, but there are hags in society, yes. and they have a hag ball, you know, all that sort of thing. I'll be, hey, and oh, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, Elizabeth goes to a hag to try and uh, get, <laughs> or Darcy does, or something like that. I can see that. Oh, that'd be good. But mm. but yeah, just to go back to so you were talking about there, so this idea of bargains and yes. then people going, to, 
so we've had bargains before like so obviously people can make bargains with devils mm. but hags are slightly different whereas devils are more willing to go to people and make the bargains then mm. and there hags buy their time which me for me makes it so much more evil yeah. they'll wait and they will just you know if they they just like they like bringing the mortal low uh for as you know as long as possible to fulfill their end of the bargain and it could be anything there was they talked about in the book they talked about um a woman uh, sorry um uh, a husband and their partner is uh, playing away from home so going to the hag saying can you help me and like, of course i can bringing bringing the partner back or enchanting them in some way so that they always stay at home to the point that they become sort of sloth like and and obviously unappealing and stuff like that so that but they're always at home exactly and yeah oh love that as a, as I, a thing. I love that distinction as well with the devils is that like the devil is i mean if you like the devils have also like they're in this battle and they also want to be going up the ladder and they've got like different reasons for making these bargains because they want to gain more souls to gain more power they're just mm -hmm. doing this for their own enjoyment you know there's actually mm. there's nothing more there's no like morality to it in a sense they're not doing it for any greater power not that a devil's ideas are good at, at, at least there's some sort of <laughs> there's a reason behind it but there's a sort yes. of just purely for their own pleasure of which is worse so much worse that mm. sort of that sort of line from the dark knight that was on our show the Louis, you know some some men just like to watch the world burn that sort of like the joker character <laughs> <laughs> no i i definitely see that and, and actually thinking about like so when a when a bargain does go wrong for the mortal and other mortals see it the hag isn't worried per se they'll just wait and eventually more mortals will come more customers as it yeah. says in the book will come because because people go well that guy that person was was clearly stupid <laughs> i i can have a go at that yeah. and i just love that yeah. i love that that the confidence would be like oh it didn't, you know you, you are humiliated in front mm -hmm. of everyone and we, you all know who it is but that fear of grandmother in the woods mm. and you don't and it again later on it talks about whole villages uh, under this this sort of spell of hag of a hag um and they don't do anything because they well she she helps with the harvest and stuff we don't want to yeah we don't want to do anything about that like he was saying before about that idea of the carnival mm. is it's going super successfully but because we are giving payments so why would we stop the payments yeah because what will happen to us we don't know if we break the bargain what's going to happen to us and there's that love it yeah no it's it's fun and i don't know if you've played the witcher have you played the witcher 3 i don't know Ooh, you see now uh i feel really bad i should have played the witcher i've never got around to it it's one of the it's i yeah. it's you know what i know i would love it yeah. i know i would love it i've watched a tv show love mm. that although the sometimes some of the time travel stuff like i didn't know where we were but yeah. I, yeah I it's one of those things where i just need to sit down for like a month and play it but yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, but they have them in that and they sort of deal with it and there's one and there's also I can't remember if it, I can't, it's a while since I played it as well but there's one village where the ombudsman's like lost an ear and it's all a bit weird and they're asking you to do this this job and you're not quite sure why but they don't but then it, when it comes down to it he doesn't really want you to kill that he don't, they don't want you to really get involved that much they don't want you to destroy the, the hag like creature because they are because I think because they've already made the pack, he's made the pack with it, and he's been. That's what, and you know, he's sort of. So he's kind of trying to do, partly what he needs to do for the town, but hoping that you mm. won't, you might not succeed, <laughs> if you know what oh, I mean. I love thing. that. Yeah, yeah that, again, and again, it's such a great story as well. Like you go to a village, and everything is like. Ah, no, lovely to see you. Yeah. Please, you gotta, you gotta get out soon, though. We had the harvest, you know, and that's sort of like. Fuck off. <laughs> Very much like a like a hot fuzz scenario in a way. I was about to say, yeah, it's making me think of hot fuzz exactly. That's sort of there's something going on, but we're all going to pretend it's fine. Yeah, exactly. I can't. Oh, well, again, imagine like a hot fuzz, but it's actually hags, you know, rather than. <laughs> See, I I think honestly, this is my case for having hags in everything. <laughs> in everything. <laughs> Why not? Why not? But let's 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 quickly circle back around to. So yes, this idea of eating children mm. uh, is a big sort of thing that goes through it because. Um, the way they gain more offspring yes. is by eating a child and then in in quotation marks birthing a daughter yes mm. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes it's like yeah i know it's quite and then but they're a normal child until they hit 13 as well so they birth yeah. a, a, a a usual child that we could you know, as they said, they use humanoids in this as well for like infiltrating. Maybe it's like a powerful yes. sorcerer or wizard or maybe druid might 
join them potentially in a coven, which we'll probably get onto later. Yes. But then with that, so that they can use those humans to manipulate other humans. So if you think about it, they got this little child, like um basically that child vampire in um in um uh, uh don't let the let, let the let the right one in. But oh god oh that's, so, oh that's such a good film it is a great well. film but it's, oh. it, they're not they're not completely that evil because it's kind of about them become you know trying to make relationships but you could see that sort of like you you didn't know that that child is a no. thousand year old you know vampire well, like, yeah is, yeah i can't remember i can't remember the name of the the the, the child she makes friends with but he just treats her as a normal person because mm. he's obviously very lonely and stuff so yeah. yeah having that idea of like introducing oh this is um tabitha she's yeah. she's a lonely girl and then and then the rest of the village makes friends with her and then she grows up and becomes a hag well, also like, just like hey come with me friends we'll go to the forest hey, and play with my come, my mother you know like come, come around for tea with granny yeah. and you're like, Oh. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. But um. But it. But it leads on quite nicely because there's. Um. I'm sure you're aware of this as well. But there's been recently the. Uh, um. Well, I can't remember it now. What it's called. Uh. Gothic lineages, where oh, they yes. had like the the Dampier, yes. the reborn, and then the Hexblood, and they've actually outlined what it would be to be a hex blood so somebody who has been either even in their past has been given the powers mm. by a hag or mm. i mean it doesn't talk about being birthed as a child of a hag no. to be fair but it could bring that up and then this idea that towards the end of their um their their uh their path is the hag comes back and then the, there isn't i well it doesn't really say there's a choice but they are then transformed into a hag yeah. and then suddenly that ua it does say like and they become an N npc so a non-playable character yeah. and i'm like Ooh, yeah. I don't like that as a, as a thing. But I, that 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 threat over your head—that yeah. you like you have no control over um, what that idea of like it, that your fate is gonna it's gonna catch up with you soon, and you Which you you have great. this destiny. If yeah. If your players really up for it, it could be a really great storyline. It could be something that just keeps. And if they're happy to just let it do what it needs to do, you can just play mm. that. You know, it's sort of. I mean, it reminds me a bit of the. I've used Critical Role a lot because I think it's a, yeah. a lot of people watched it, but like the Raven Queen deal that um, yeah. the Vax makes. I don't want to. This is a big spoilers if you haven't seen season I, It's been out for four yeah, or five exactly. years at this point, yeah. that, that campaign. So, but that feeling yes. when you're watching it and he's. You know, she's coming for him, you know, and it's mm. quite saddening and it's heartbreaking and. and uh, and that moment where like Sam tries to use the wish spell to try and. Oh, say, that's so sad. Oh my God, yeah. like, you know, gets you, but. It was, yeah, but it, he, you know, he drove, like, flew into it and worked it really well. And it became a really interesting, like, dilemma that he's dealing with, that he is going mm. to die and he's going to be taken away. And I don't know, it just sort of makes, made him a different yeah. character, actually, when he got that deal. I think made him yeah. change. Yeah, so. no, I, I agree. Yeah, I guess yeah, as long as you talk it through with the players, like, why, you know, uh, if they choose to be a Hexblood race or, or even have, like, oh, I, I was... Um, uh, like almost like a cuckoo child in a way i got i got replaced or something like that mm. like i mean all these things are really cool yeah story hooks and plots and stuff but i think, I think it's just double checking with them and making sure but yeah that would be such a Same. such a cool thing yeah Same. so so uh going on to sort of like the bargaining uh, aspect of it what the one thing i really liked about this i think just off the, the bat the um the idea that again this is in the sort of role playing the section of hag um mm. so when you obviously bargaining with a hag obviously they want something but might go go a ways around it but if you pre present them with like an object of power or yes. something like that they are they are like oh, what's that and there's just a, there's a line or two saying how they just they'll just grab it without asking yeah. uh and like shake it lick it sniff it you can i don't see like, it can't you you can really i love the the description of it it's really really you do get them like from it i know because there's lots in our minds of them but that sort of yeah that sort of you know that sort of feralness slightly comes out of them yeah i just i guess for me like if some like, if somebody grabs something from me in in a in a campaign yeah and maybe a, a less experienced uh, version of myself have gone oh no stab <laughs> and i wouldn't do that with a hag yes. uh, put it that way but i just like that i i guess building uh, building up that this is a a, a creature of immense power so if she snatched something from me you better be like okay you touch it yeah, that's Ooh, you, yeah you, ha like... you have a good long look at yeah. that yeah yes 100 percent. and I, I, yeah that as you said the sort of lick it taste it sort of thing be really like but that sort of really gives like real character to these because there's that sort of bumbliness to to them as well which maybe is yeah like, english but that sort of sense that 
that you, that you might believe you could get away with it. You could see how people could be duped and think, oh, this is just an old lady. She's just a bit crazy. Yeah, sure. a little bit eccentric. Yeah. Eccentric and... I don't know, you know, maybe if I just, I can manipulate her, you know, she doesn't know what she's doing. She's a bit, but. Yeah, no, I, I, no, definitely. Like, again, it talks about like, they like meddling in other people's lives, like mm. busybodies, but with cruel intentions. So um, we all know people like that. So again, if, they, if they've if uh, they disguised themselves as uh, the old sort of woman who's like, oh, come to my garden, yeah. quickly come in, come in, pass the gates, you know, and you're like, mm. Okay, you know, like, because again, maybe, again, maybe it's a British thing. Mm. I, I don't know, or if it's a, I don't know if it happens in other cultures where there is a respect thing where you're like, oh, well, you know, respect what they want, stuff like that. But yeah, I'm, yeah, get, just run away from hags is my, yes. is my, <laughs> I think it plays on two things, doesn't it? It plays on that, like, bit of respect for your elders as well as that, that the opposite of it where people believe if they're old, they're doddery and that sort of like they're, yeah. they're sort of that, they're not as, powerful it's sort of that it, it sort of um instills in you that that sense of power over them because they are mm. supposedly weaker because they are looking elder yeah. and stuff and that, that, but no i think that's completely true like they subvert this sort of uh this is these assumptions about them because yeah it says like whilst they appear maybe like a like mad or eccentric they actually are they they know exactly what they want and they deliberately build up this disguise to the point even where they don't uh, if they are confronted by stuff, they won't resort to violence. Yeah. They'll keep going and insulting and stuff like that until really, really provoked, which I think is very interesting. Because mm. I think a lot of the time you think, oh, somebody would just fly into a rage, like the big bad or a villain or something. They, they hags will keep doing it, keep up this pretense, yeah. and then obviously use magic and stuff like that, but then always have a plan of escape as well. Because yes. they're, they're not, again, it's, I, I, guess, I don't know how you, you find this, but when you're, when we're running like encounters or in monsters, obviously the monsters, most most monsters uh, or villains they are intelligent they have a thing to it and i think that's the other thing is that that hags they may seem dottery or whatever but they are so smart and oh yeah yeah just oh i just want to play more of them essentially exactly. you, you get this from what i'm, I'm just yeah, repeating no, myself constantly now no it's true and actually they did mention a rule of three thing didn't they about uh their mm. escapes they will have three ways to get out of anything yeah they did mention that again uh and it says in this as well that they the, the, the reason they think they have this rule of three belief is because they've travelled the planes and noticed mm. that the rule of three is a multiversal sort of constant. So that's why they've brought it. It's, it's all it's all connected. Yeah. Well, well. So Hamilton, I thought because the this next section, I was like, this is fun. Yes. We are going to make some characters. I'm sure you've seen this as well. So I thought we'd make. Like just an idea or a concept of a hag that we could put yes. into our campaigns. So, so what I'm gonna, yeah, I, I know. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask first because there are actually um, there are five different kinds of hag, uh, but uh, but there's actually another one in Eberron I found uh, mm. just like maybe half okay. an hour ago, which we'll talk about. But if I describe them to you, and then if you say which one you want to okay. make to, to use as your base right. of your character. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah, go for it. I will. So we've got, and also I will. I will do my preface now. If I pronounce these wrong, it's because it's wrong in the book. I don't know. <laughs> like, so the first one is like an anis hag. These are hags that live in mountains and hills, and they are tall, like ogres. And there's a great picture of them on D and D Beyond with mm. like almost like a boulder for a shoulder, and like oh, ugh. yeah, they are. They, their skin's like sort of a, a bruised blue, and they have claws like rusty nails, and for them, they, oh, I love this, they leave tokens of cruelty at the edges yes. of forests, uh, like turning like this vibrant community into a place paralyzed by fear because they'll, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll see like, um, uh, oh, like a Blair Witch doll or something like that, or yeah. all stones have been turned around and yeah. it's like, oh, the hag is there. So that, that's sort of one of them. And then, again, the Anna's one is, they're definitely about corrupting children. They, they just love that, just that innocence sort of thing, which is oh, really good. They, they, they also have the totems of iron. Is that that one? Yes. 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 So they can pull out one of their teeth or nails, uh, polish it into a different form, so like a ring or a coin or a mirror. And then uh, you can have a whispered conversation with them, provided that they're on the same plane of existence yeah. and within 10 miles of each other. Oh, no. Oh, no thank you. <laughs> Not up for that. No. But I just, I guess, again, the limiting factor there is within 10 miles, but I still yeah. love the idea that suddenly, like, 
Yeah. How are you? Are yeah. you just come back into range? Yes. Can't ignore me. You know that. The mayor Ooh. of the town who's made the deal, just reminding him middle of the night. Just thinking of you. I'm outside your window. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. So, so, for dinner. <laughs> oh, very. Oh, how was dinner? <laughs> My child was excellent. I couldn't eat a whole one, etc. Et <laughs> so, um, the second one, which I definitely get the name of wrong, is, I think it's a Burhag. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, that sounds right. I think you've got to say kind of Scottish type, I'd say. Scottish. Yeah, I th I, yes, definitely. Uh, th so these are, are hags that live in very wintry uh, sort of mountain peaks and snow-covered ice caps. They are gaunt and they have proper blue-white skin and are pretty much emancipated, as if someone has starved to death. So again, you can imagine if you imagine like a, and again, all of these hags they are they take the shape of a woman, but obviously. Mm gender as a construct etc but this idea of a, a very tall femme looking person emancipated like almost made of ice essentially yeah, yeah. Oh, and, terrifying. And they, they said that in one of them wasn't it they look like maybe a body that's just died in the frost and it's just oh, come back to life horrible sort of yeah frost, but you know they've seen pictures of frostburn you've mm. seen that and they get that you get those like big postulant black sores on fingers and you can imagine all of that yeah, just yeah, just the imagery it conjures up is just again. You just go, yep, that's a hag. Yeah. And again, but, but again, if you could imagine that, like uh, as players just walk, walking across like a snowy landscape and then meeting a hag, going, "Oh, it must be a snow zombie." Don't worry, I'll do it. Oh no, it is definitely not a snow zombie. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Uh, so yeah, so you have them, and then this. Oh, the one I. It's, it's, they have this thing called awful to behold. So when they're in the throes of combat and they slain a foe, oh, they will yeah. just forget to attack everything else and just go and eat on the corpse uh dismembering it tearing meat from the bones so again is that very much like um oh what's it called um is it 30 days of night the sort of uh horror sh horror film that's on the, an antarctic base where it's vampires but oh, really? obviously for 30 days oh, okay no but again that idea that there's just people just it's in the dark and it's like oh yeah like oh no it's i'm sorry it's, it's so <laughs> it's what's great about them they're so just um yeah because they're, they're just monsters i think that's the thing it's just it, again that like, we were talking about that before about that subverting this sort of like uh this opinion like oh they're lovely old grandmothers or aunties and you're like no they are monsters with twisted yeah. and evil and just oh so yes yeah, so those are uh the burr hags or bure hags and then i think these uh the next ones are green hags i think they're more traditional in a sense i think i've seen them the most so these are hags that inhibit sort of forests and swamps and moors um these ones uh, regardless of what their body shape or type is they always have matted hair on top of their heads like mm. almost like bird nests and stuff so this is definitely if you're thinking of like baba yaga style this is the, yeah. the kind of typical baba yaga i think you would think of um they like to they're definitely into their illusions and stuff so they will make sure they will look like another creature of their size um and yeah it's just just this idea of what's it oh you can they can turn invisible until they attack a spell so, so the idea that they can look like someone and then obviously be found out and then just disappear and then attack is just yeah. all in one it's 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 a lot right 100 <laughs> and yeah they they um that's the ones you sort of get that's your that is your classic hag isn't it that's the one you find in classic your, hag your classic yes hag, your classic hag. <laughs> And that was right yeah. the Witcher one where they had the hags. They appear as like they were like three sort of beautiful like ladies in this portrait, and then and then mm. when they came out, they're these sort of like hulking masses, and they had they were really great artwork actually for them. I remember that. Oh, so that, that's pretty see, cool. See one of those. That's another way to look at them. But yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, and the other thing I did want to mention is that they lure victims by mimicking voices, calling out for help. Oh yes. So, that's so again that idea that you're attracting like you're in the middle of the forest and you just hear like help me help me and then mm. go and see a woman who's fallen over or, or like, like trapped the, somewhere you ever heard a goat bleating in the night sounds like a human no. screaming it's the oh no do you not know this oh, oh. no so i think this is where oh. it sort of relates to so going back to morocco i went to morocco yep. and they had this uh state of this a place where they had like a goat farm uh and in the middle of the night you just hear this and it sounds like I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know, and uh, and it just like it sounds like ah like pain, like someone screaming in pain, oh like they're being God. tortured, and you hear it all night, and I'm just like, 
what the fuck is going on? Like, and then someone, this was like at this, and someone said, that's just goats. That's what the sound goats make. And I'm like, you what the fuck is up with goats? There's something seriously wrong. Oh, <laughs> that, that's yeah. terrifying. Like, we, I'm like, because I know you lived in London as well. Like, obviously, we have foxes around here yes. that scream and stuff like that. But yeah. I can imagine actually goats. I, we, there's various videos of goats screaming and stuff on, mm. on YouTube. But yeah, in the middle of the night, if you're just suddenly like, oh, well, what the, the heck? You're in the middle of the desert as well, and you're just like, oh. just hearing this noise going on. You just, it's quite disconcerting. <laughs> That's all. Google it. Listen to it on YouTube. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Google it. We're, we're not going to talk about it anymore. Uh, and then you have uh, night hags, which are, they are, again, another not more common but they're quite interesting because they are sort of definitely more entied with the uh with devils and stuff and there's that sort of demonic demonic sorry demonic oh my words are gone Hamilton. That's, that's what's happened there but they are they've left they've deliberately made a choice to leave the fey world behind and go to the lower plains and so they're gonna have like dark blue and blackish colored skin with sort of white eyes and curving horns uh they enjoy corrupting the dreams of good people like i, I love that idea like they, that you have a dream or, or, or like a, a want to to do the best thing and you just break it slowly but surely and just oh, break them down is great as they're super evil <laughs> they're just a different it, level of I, I guess, like, I, I don't know, I, again, all these creatures are evil, but I think oh. the green hags seem like the very traditional, like, this is one you're going, going to run into. The night hags, though, they are, I think they're on a, well, they're literally on a different level yeah. of, it, of existence, but there is something about them. They have, what's well, so very interesting, is that they have two magic items they carry. There's, like, the heartstone, which uh, cures any disease, and they have it in their possession, but they also have a soul bag which is made out of flesh of some sort. And if they kill someone, they capture the soul in the bag, like like a handbag, essentially, and then take it down to the lower planes. Um, I'm just imagining now, you know, those little, um, uh, uh, what they called, oh, the check bags. You know, those little oh check God, bags yes. that, like, you know, grannies always have going down to the shops. But having that, but the check is made out of, like, different, like, two different types of skin, but they're yeah. just wheeling it along just in the background. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 just like, so yeah, so they are like a, a soul monger. So if you've, if anyone's ever read um, uh, Tomb of Annihilation, that sort of thing, it's that sort of thing that they can just capture it and have yeah. it in there. Uh, they can also, um, they can ma they can magically enter the ethereal plane. And so that's it as well. They can go on, they, they infiltrate people's uh, dreams. That's it, nightmare haunting. So they can... Again, I've I've definitely seen uh, like a painting of this or something where they sit atop of uh, of a person oh, yes. in the ethereal plane and then touch them and then like uh, what's it? They said they have dreadful visions and they can last for an hour, but they benefit from no rest and the hit point maximum is reduced. And if they reduce, they die. So that idea that you can't sleep because you're having these horrible nightmares because a witch is sitting on you, just like going think bad thoughts from the ethereal plane. But again, that, that I can see that happening. Like, if you're if you are at a party and you, every time you have a long rest at night, no one really gets a chance to sleep, and you're like, what is going on? And yes. you know, because because again, she's in the ethereal plane, you can't necessarily see her yeah. at all. So I just like that somebody tracking you through yeah. like, as you're going through like um, a forest or something like that. Um, yeah. So I just they they're the worst one. I don't. Like well, them. <laughs> I, don't I see, like... see. I I I think they're interesting. I don't think they're the worst ones. I think the worst one is sea hags. Yeah, this these one I want to be. Un <laughs> these these underwater sort of sea witches essentially. Yeah. They have pale skin like a fish, covered in scales, glassy dead eyes, and hair like lank seaweed. Mm. Uh, again, sort of emancipated and but large bone, and they really hate beauty in any form. So if there's a if there's a statue in the town they will break it apart they are i think more prone to violence out of all of them but uh, they have this thing called horrific appearance so that if anyone sees their true form they've got to make a wisdom saving throw or be frightened for a minute mm. uh so again just like you're like oh, gasp you know yes. like ariel like that <laughs> <laughs> and the, the also the other thing they could do is uh make a, a mimic of your body but out of yes. like seaweed and like mm. um uh, wreckage and stuff like that and sort of uh, barnacles yeah. and so you get this sort of like they'll use that to fight against you this sort of barnacle yeah. version of yourself which is pretty yeah that, that yeah that's a lair action they get to yes. do where it's like once per time but uh, yeah that idea that you make like a semiracrum which is a word i can never say but yeah like, i just yeah out of barnacles and seaweed and it's just attacking you and then it disappears after a round but oh yeah. 
horrible. Yeah. And then and then sea hags also have this other thing is that you can target a frightened creature. So presumably after you failed the horrific appearance, and um, if he, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw, it's quite low. It's only mm-hmm. eleven. But if you don't succeed, you drop to zero hit points. It's just a death glare. I, I think they're badass, but yeah. they are horrible. So, so out of those five, Hamilton, which one would you want sea- to have in your campaign? Oh, sea Hag. Yeah, I like the Sea Hag. I quite like it. I think because I think the other ones, like I mean, I because I'd want to do something different as well. Because yeah, because so I want if I was going to do a Hag, I'd like to try and go a little bit off what they know. I quite mm-hmm. like I like the other two that came with this, which is the Anis and the Burr ones, are the ones that are Volo's specials. Um, yes. And they're quite. I do think they're both quite cool, and I was quite keen on the boat. But I think yeah, the sea hag. I really just like that idea, and I just saw this like, yeah, this the, the travelers are like maybe you're on a boat, they wash up on shore against some rocks, you know, and they're sort of like yeah. camping for the night. Suddenly yeah. there's a creaking sound. Oh, right, you know, oh. and suddenly it's just like. Hello, <laughs> you know, and it's just like barnacled hand just comes into the firelight, and it's just like to make a deal i know where to get away from here and all that stuff and you know and then suddenly uh, i don't know i just think that'd be quite i think that'd be yeah. quite fun you know that's sort of, and they because they can i can just imagine them living on this island that they like a siren you know yes them onto yeah. the rocks but not just to see them die in the rocks they pull them onto the island to then maybe she like stays there just leaves them alone and then there's no food to eat and there's nothing to drink and she keeps coming with food for them and I don't know. Well, like a prisoner. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like the, exactly. And sort of like, mm-hmm. that's how she captures these people and gets them to make these deals. Maybe lets them free once they've made a deal. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's... to set off their own chaos in wherever they're going so she can sort of influence the world from this little bit island. I don't know. I no, I, no, I do like that. I, I was Speaking of that, again, thinking of like the image of a sea hag as well, I'm thinking like having like um like an anglerfish type light oh. in front of her with with the eyes going everywhere like a fish yes. oh yes what? i like that with the sort of fish eyes as well like yeah oh my gosh yeah all around like looking at different directions but never never necessarily straight at you because they, you they can't see in front light. and then when she walks away into the darkness you just see this light occasionally in the woods of the jungle sort of just like mm. moving around you're like she's there She's like just oh. there. <laughs> so, so we've got we've got a good idea yeah. of what what your sea hag is going to be. But I think yeah. what we can what, do. What let's, would you let's... choose? Have you chosen one? What would I choose? Yeah. Ooh, um, I would. Um, I actually, I think I would go for uh, a a. Sorry, what are they called? They're a, a night hag. Okay. I love this idea of having because you mentioned that the idea of a of a the Czech sort of like push trolley <laughs> thing. <laughs> Yes. I I love that as an idea, and like maybe having the check, it's, it's actually it is woven different bits of, mm. um, of tanned skin, uh, like leather, over and over and stuff like really finely thing. It's, it's like a, I always think those people who have trolleys like that are very proud of them. They so are. like I can move everything around. So. Yes, exactly, it's very much. And to be honest, they look very useful when you go shopping. To be honest. Oh, I yeah, I envy those people a lot. So not not when I'm on the bus, but when when I'm arriving. <laughs> really good thing yeah. but all right well let's let's start let's go from the top so we've got obviously personality traits mm-hmm. ideals uh bonds and okay, flaws yeah. right so for for you hamilton uh yeah. can you roll a d8 for this personality I'm traits gonna do this, the internet style because i normally am unless i can run i'm gonna run and get my dice d8 <laughs> you say okay a d8 for personality yes right i'm gonna use blue dice i need blue dice because it's a blue dice game. for sea hags there you go right uh two a two Oh, this, I think this works really well for your one. So the personality trait is I always act unpleasant so others n- never learn of my secret affections. Oh, okay. Yes, I like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, that idea that maybe uh, again attracted to sailors or people who are, are seafaring and then you're like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> But also, I love you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sort of like, yeah. Okay. Oh, I want. I so want to play this now. I'm going to have to bring it into a campaign. I, well, that's it, and and that's what I love about these these Maybe things. They these became monsters. a hag because they were they they were cast ashore when they were a pirate mm. lover, and the pirate lover sort of chucked them overboard because he just died. Was it? You know, he was an evil person, <laughs> and then like now hates all sailors, but secretly still like wants to find her pirate lover. Oh so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah, the jilted love affair, absolutely. And Faye, but I guess them sort of. Well, no, well, but, but um, hags. Uh, there's a, there's again, there's, there's 
again back in Volos, they talk mm. about they can over this over centuries of because they live for a very very long time they can metamorphosis to other k- kinds of hags okay. so maybe this hag used to be uh, like a green hag or something like yeah. that or or grew up as a you know as a, as a child of a hag or a hex blood or something yeah. like that and then when insulted away transforms and stuff yes, like that exactly. so. oh okay well, yeah I like this oh I like this <laughs> oh it took so, a deal uh, with a hag to become a hag so maybe like to become yes. beautiful and then maybe mm. that's the thing. Maybe that's what happened. Okay. Anyway, I love this. Yeah, it's cool. Right. Are you going to do right. this as well? Or is I'm going to do this as well. Yeah. yeah so I'm going to roll my dice now. That's a six for me. Okay. So I I offer generous terms in my deals, but the cost for defaulting is exceedingly high. Okay. So that idea that I'm, I guess it's like giving a full service, but. As if yeah. if at any point they're like, oh, it's fine. She won't she won't mind if we're a day late or something like that. Yeah. It's like no <laughs> full return. So and actually, yeah. we didn't mention as well the um, the uh, the uh, idea of mounts and and stuff. So obviously, oh, I love the mounts. <laughs> yeah. So so there's the talk about like obviously most people in uh, fantasy games obviously will have like a horse or an ox or something to drive them through. Uh, hags have something similar. They can have pigs or giant ravens or mm. any, or, or a stoat or something like that. You know, giant versions of that but there was a the talk about having heroes who default early on the players they have to be a mount for yes. a, a hag for a year or something yeah. like that which i, I love i think that's oh. what you've got i think that's what's happened to one of your your uh, thousand percent yeah a pig I, I i definitely love the idea of like a big like um i don't know if you've seen spirited away at all um yes but this, yes yeah, so the studio uh, Ghibli, sort of that idea of like, there's I can't even remember what her name is now, the woman that runs the bathhouse, but yes. that's that's who I have in my head and yes, she's having these creatures. Like, isn't she as well, actually? Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, so I like that. All right, so the next up for you is ideals. So if you roll me a d6 for me, please. D6, d6. A three. A three, oh, perfect. Um, greed. I require the rarest and most valuable holy treasures to keep. Uh, to keep them from being used for good. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah, 100%. So when I get mm. the paladin, I'll try it. The first thing I'm going to ask for is that Holy Avenger sword. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> Absolutely. And I guess because a lot, again, depending on your campaigns and stuff, lots of uh, sailing ships and stuff do have lots of imagery about believing in gods and stuff to get safe travel and stuff. So that idea is like, I want... I want these uh, deity images and stuff. Oh, yeah, maybe just all their like trinkets, their lucky, their lucky charms. I like as much as Ooh, much as the yeah. most expensive thing. So if there's something that's like their lucky coin, that will mm. I will know what it is and be like, I want your coin, please. And then, but uh, and it doesn't have any monetary value, but it means yeah. so much to them. And then all their luck goes basically because they've given it to me. Yeah, yeah, because it says rarest and most valuable. But I think I like that interpretation of the most valuable to you. Yes. It doesn't have to be monetary value. I definitely, yes. yeah, I like that because it's the the protection comes from you believing in it and you taking it away from yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. All right, so I'll roll for mine. Yeah, go on. It's a two. Oh, two is oh, two is community. Loneliness is the path to madness. That is why I have minions to keep me company. Makes sense. <laughs> You've just made your minions by they all defaulting. So you're like, I've got I've got all these horses, <laughs> all, these, all these chickens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all your modrons. You can have your modrons. <gasps> oh, oh my god! Yes, a thousand percent modrons. Yeah, night hag and the modrons. That's like a, that's like a Harry Potter book in itself, <laughs> it is, isn't it? Uh, all right. Um, so for you, a D eight for Hag Bonds. Hag Bonds. D eight. Two. A two. Two. Ooh, I like this one. Mm. Uh, I I am involved in a centuries-long feud with a rival of similar power and status. Agnes across the river. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. She's yeah. got. She's got a lighthouse and everything. <laughs> that witch yeah. oh, that's... I'm going to build my own lighthouse I've got one on my head though so you know I don't need one but... you do yeah. but yeah again yeah there's something about bonds that instantly create you have a rival or a, or a family member or something yeah. like that it's so like even if they don't necessarily exist being able to play off that yeah. you, that the feud rival it's done. It's like even if it's like something so sim- simple, like you're jealous she has a lighthouse. <laughs> I'm definitely jealous about that bloody lighthouse. It goes on about it every time we chat. So, so, uh, what's your one then? Let's All see. right, I'll have a look. I'll see. Uh, I also got a two, so I'll re-roll. Okay. This because 
Well, you could That's be two twos. That's two twos. Oh dear, it wants you to have it. Uh, oh, a, a seven. So my greatest rival and I know a secret word that will destroy us both simultaneously. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I like that. it. There, that idea that you have, again, is that power over someone else, but they have the same power over you and they have to, that sort of trust thing is yeah. just, yeah. Oh, yeah, I quite like that. I don't know what the word would be, though. Maybe it's one of those things where you never say what the word is until until the end of the campaign and yeah, it's something exactly. like it's, it's something stupid that could easily come up in conversation <laughs> but it's like that Rumpelstiltskin sort of thing which is yeah. quite similarly sort of vain as well that sort of know, know their name and that's how you ruin, like lose their power is that sort of that, that could be a whole thing that your, your, your party are trying to do and maybe they go find this other hag and sort of like get them to try and sort of try and manipulate the other hag into saying what the word might be or so because they don't know them or something i don't know That's all. yeah no but that i love that idea of like yeah the, yeah because there's that whole thing in fairy tales about naming something and therefore you have power over it the, like, naming a hag mm. the, the like that because again that idea that they are part of the fey world but not mm. that yeah having that sort of like concordance that they have to be cordial with you mm. because they've used the name but it only I don't know, works once or something like that. Yeah. So we finished off that. Uh, so hag flaws then. So for this for you is a D6. D6. Mm. Three. A three. Oh, yes. Ooh. Yeah, I have an allergy to a creature such as a cat or a raven shellfish. or a substance. <laughs> yeah. It's easy. <laughs> That's but, uh, or a substance that is important to my work. Ooh, yes. So you, you could have almost like maybe you have like uh, rotten velvet gloves or something like that, or you have to get people to do it for yes. you. Oh, could you get? That's so... Yeah, exactly. Like they make the barnacle version of it, but it comes close to me. I'm like, <laughs> excuse me. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The shellfish allergy as a sea hag. That's a. That's, I love that as a concept. Yeah. It's very much. Yeah, I can imagine. Therefore, yeah, you going like, oh, would you kindly? Very Bioshock. Mm. like, would you kindly just. Uh, pick up that shellfish for me. Yeah, exactly. oh, I hate I love that. Crap. All right. Could you get it for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sling so it over me. Agnes. Anyway, uh, sorry. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, fling it over. Yeah, yeah, get that witch, honestly. Um, all right. So for me, my floor is a four. Ooh. I will not tell a lie, but I can still say nothing, nod suggestively, or bend the truth a little to suit my needs. Mm. Mm, I like that. I, again, maybe because I'm. I don't know. I don't know how you find it, Hamilton. But sometimes when the players are like asking all these questions, and I'm like, I have no answers to them. So I, at least I could hide behind this. Like, go, yes. mm, oh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it kind of goes with you. You're quite generous, so that might be why you're generous because it's quite hard for you to m m m manage it. But then mm. you subtly allow that sort of when they go against you. That's where you can put in your. Well, if you do default, then I will basically kill you or use you as a mount. But you won't, will you? You know, sort of thing. So you could be honest in that scenario, Ooh. I guess, sort of thing. Yeah, the brutal honesty of it. Yeah. yeah, I quite like that. Well, then, just to round us off, then, of course, yes. the most important yes. part yes. of any hag is coming up with a name. So yes. for this, you've got to roll a d12 three times. So we'll do it one bit at a time for each of us. So the first most important part is getting a title, yeah. and then a first name, and then a last name. And some of these are absolute crackers. Oh, I actually I I can't them. wait. Agnes is on there, actually. <laughs> Agnes is on there. Oh. <laughs> uh, who's going first? You go first? Uh, uh, you go first. Okay. Go for it. All right. Okay. Okay. Ten. Rotten. Ten. Rotten. <laughs> yes. yes I love it. Yeah, it works. That does work. I did, I did notice that number six is Driftwood. So I thought, oh, that would be Turtle amazing back. if you got that. I quite like turtle. Oh gosh, Turtleback's quite a good one as well. Yeah. Obviously, with all these things, we could easily just pick them as well. But it's something fun. Yeah, about. it's more fun to roll around. Well, yeah, I guess because obviously with Dragon Jewel as well, there's a lot of rolling and stuff yeah. as well. So. Yeah, like it all works out. Yeah, yeah. All right. So for me, oh, is it number four? So dismal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'll, I'll take that. I will take that. Dismal is my title. Okay. Uh, go for it for your first name. Oh, one Agatha. Agatha and Agnes, the... Uh, the oh, uh, so what was it? Uh, rotten, rotten Agatha. Agatha. Rotten Agatha. <laughs> oh, amazing. Okay, so my first name is... Uh, it's an eight. So Peggy. Peggy. So I, I'm dismal Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. All right, go on. Last name then. Last name. 
Twelve. 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 <gasps> Twelve. Yeah, worm wiggle. <laughs> yes. Rotten so you... the worm wiggle. That's great. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Oh. So that's good. I like Rotten that. Cool. Worm wiggle. All right, and then finally for me. Um, oh, I also got twelve. I will roll again because we can't have. I can't have two. Oh, I go straight for one. So that's bone chewer. Nice. So uh, yes. <laughs> dismal poppy, uh, dismal Peggy. Sorry, bone chewer. That's mm. my character. Yes. Bone chewer. What a great name. Oh, that's great. Okay, I'm gonna give. So to just choose one, I'm gonna say that it's Turtleback Agnes. Uh, Crystal gums is my is my Your rival is my rival. There you go. Just Ooh, yeah. I love it. And then I guess because I also have a rival as well. Yes, I'll go for. Uh, I will go for. I'll go for dread. Uh, dread Sally. Oh, dread dread Sally toe stealer. Yes. <laughs> he always steals those toes. I'm trying to bone you, chew. <laughs> like, come on! Just sh- they're my favorite part. Exactly. Oh. Oh. Well, well that that is it that 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 is only like a brief glimpse into what hags are we didn't really get to covens in the end but um, essentially with covens uh we'll, well, we'll quickly do it now yeah. um sometimes uh with this we've talked about this idea of the power of three mm-hmm. and sometimes uh hags will come together and there'll be three of them to to sort of gain more power so like usually it is like a grandmother and two aunties in that respect and maybe they are related to the grandmother or not but they are able to basically come as a, almost like an encounter in a way that they could be around a certain um, aspect so they could be like a death coven or a nature coven etc for whatever their needs are and then for get access to certain spells yes. and again it's that sort of thing where if you th- it makes sense in a way if uh, hags whilst they're not necessarily well, whilst hags are sort of antisocial creatures at the best of times obviously there is power in numbers so if you go into the, the coven lair of a hag you're not, you're not fighting against one of these creatures you're fighting against three of them and yeah, oh, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine that? Yes, three sea hags uh, with, with with the ability to create doppelganger esques of of yourselves, yeah. and having that, yeah. And then, like for me, like yeah. having three uh, night hags with the ability to to steal souls and and that almost yeah. suffocate you in your dreams. Yes, like pretty. Oh. Well, no, I, I well, and that will get rid of that. Uh, 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 action economy <laughs> that's what I was looking for if you got three of them as well that's the thing yeah. so but yeah no I think I, I think if you'll get some really high level players as well when you're always trying to, it's always hard sometimes to find good encounters for when you get to those sort of plus 10 getting onto 15 and then even higher mm-hmm. a, a coven of hags is a good shout for um, for something for high level players to get get, get yeah. their, dip their toes in yeah, it's definitely. I, I I consider it like, a, like yeah, you've got this plot hooks or story hooks there, and then eventually they follow the the trail of breadcrumbs or or bits of missing children. I don't know, and you you get there and you're like, oh, we should not have come here. You know, it's that sort of like, and, and certainly in in the Volo's book as well. There's like um, I mean, all there's always beautiful drawings in in these books, but there's definitely ones of the different kinds of uh, layers you can have. So there's one inside a tree, there's one inside yes. a big skull, uh, one, and you're like, hmm, these are all terrifying as a as thing so yeah we've we've barely barely scratched the surface in, in this but there's so much to them like if you were going to obviously with your newfound creation yes. uh, of your hag what off the top of your head what what kind of encounter what kind of story would you put them in or, or yeah i think you know? as i said it's that i i think the ship's gonna crash on like the party's ship's going somewhere but it's stormy and they hit this random just storm and it and it pushes them over there's no way there's like the power is overwhelming and they're battered between these two islands maybe and there's one with a lighthouse and there's one without and they get pushed onto shore there's no food there's no water the whole everything's been taken by the sea Mm. but there's this little old lady who comes and meets them in the night and is gonna start 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 asking them if they want some help uh and she'll do it for some for some for some treasure in return or other things that they wish to give up and yeah, we'll I, that. 
I definitely, see, I've definitely realised that it's definitely almost like a, a golem-esque kind of character that you sort of come up with. That sort of like and snatches it and runs yes, away and exactly, it's like yes. licking it. I, I hope your hag always licks and smells, even 100%, like yes. And then it gives it back and it's just like oh, it's, co- it's, covered, it's covered in a slime guts. of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. It smells like rotten what? fish. Everything that she touches, it's like oh. it. yeah, no, I like that. yeah, that, that, yeah. You definitely get that with that sort of visceral sort of like the sea spray in their hair that's almost like a yeah like yeah. exactly like um yeah 100 that sort of matted yeah just completely like out there beach hair but gone completely wrong yeah. oh my god but you see now, now you said beach hair now i'm just thinking like get beach body ready with your sea hag but it's just like <laughs> <laughs> wearing like yeah wearing a very skimpy uh skimpy bikini sort of thing on top of it just just to make that just more of a yeah. visual, I think that'd be great. Yeah, 100%. and yeah, yeah I, th- I think and yeah, for me, for like having my my night hacks again, I like that idea that people aren't getting enough sleep, and they are slowly like people are dying off through sleep deprivation. But there's just like we don't know what it is. There's just yeah. I don't know. And then I, again, I, I just feel like a higher level in council because it, it would need someone who can see into the ethereal plane exactly. or be able to spot these things. Like, mm. but yeah, I just love that idea. Like something like. It seems almost mundane yeah. that people aren't getting enough sleep, but people are dying, so there must be something wrong. And then just like, oh my god, it is a night hack. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh yeah. But yeah, well, like I said, we've we've barely yeah. barely scratched the surface, and we've been talking for an hour on this. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, there's oh, hags are great. <laughs> <laughs> They're also completely awfully evil, but no, they are great. They are so yeah, such a good. I think that I, I've, as I said, you sort of, I haven't used one myself, but I've played against them, but um, yeah, it makes me want to put one in for sure. I think I might yeah. even put one in the finales now. I think one of the, one of the groups is just going to end up on that seabed. Uh, oh, do it. That's it's happening. That sounds amazing. Well, again, thank you, Hamilton, so much for joining me in my hag appreciation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a hag appreciation host. There we go. That's our new. Is that the new? The new. The title of the episode. The hag appreciation. Yeah, we we'll change. Yes, hag appreciation. That is exactly what the title of the episode is going to be for sure. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, do I have to host us out, or can you host us out? I, I mean, would you like to host us out? Uh, I'll give you the option. No, you do. Uh, you do. It. You take. It. I will. Well, well, Hamilton. Hamilton. What are you up to, my friend? What projects oh. have you got going on? Tell us what. How are you, my friend? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> fine. Uh, yes. Uh, what have I got going on? I've got, as you might have heard on our previous episode, I doing some dragons duel. We just, we would have easily now finished our uh, season two. We might now be in the middle of our grand finales, where we take the twenty-one characters we've made over those uh, seven episodes and put them into three different one-shots where they all have a different theme uh, that sort of overall all relates to one I haven't I'm not going to give away too much but there's going to be no 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 they've all all got a different uh, setting they need to go through but it's going to be overpowered they're going to be under leveled uh, and therefore we're going to have to try and kill them off we have to ferret down 21 characters into I'm hoping five or six depending on how well they do who then go through into the grand finale which will be very much PvP. Last time we had like a speed run thing with like traps on it, and they had to get their two teams running to the other side. We had like mm-hmm. a head to head sort of uh, like paintball sort of game where you're sort of like you've got to get from one side, capture the flag sort of thing. Oh, uh, cool! And then at le- leading into hopefully at the end where we have just two players. And last time we turned them into dragons, level twenty dragons, and mm. they fought each other for the title of the season and that's basically just what we do uh, and that's where we are and then soon after that we might have a city of mist campaign with <gasps> another person on this show that's what? not me <laughs> what exactly. what yes i uh, yeah yeah as, I, as we sort of alluded to last time i've never played city of mist I, but i've been super excited by all of basically all the world building that you've been doing um all the, all the stuff that we've come up with so it is i'm very excited by it i think yeah. i think city of mist again it's as a role-playing game um Again, it's very much. It's a, I, mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, because you, you're the one who sort of read it all. But it feels very film noir. There is mystery. There's yeah. all these sort of bits and pieces together. But it's, it is again, it is what the players make of it. You follow the leads. You, you are. There's again, there's not so much like here is the big bad role hit and stuff like. It is a definitely more of collaborative style sure. to it, which yeah. I'm 
very excited to no, see. No, I'm loving you. that as well. It's been really great being working with all the lovely people, including yourself, on it, and just making these characters and sort of forming the story with you and how it works. Mm. Our evil developers, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, <laughs> which are going to be great. So, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Really mm. fun. And yeah, just to sign us off. Uh, so my name is Fiona. I, I run the What Am I Rolling podcast, which is a twice monthly RPG one shot podcast. Uh, Hamilton, do you want to know how it's going? I was going to ask you, how's it going? It's going fine. It's going well. <laughs> yeah, we're doing very well. Um, bits and pieces are still coming out. Uh, and uh, we've got Bluebeard's Bride. We've got the Warhammer one. We've probably got uh, we've got a sci-fi one called Vert coming out. I don't know if you ever read uh, Vert by Paul Noon. Uh, it's, it's essentially like train spotting with uh, drugs, but in Manchester and cyberpunk. Um, oh, totally wow. crazy. I played a cyber dog and it was amazing. Uh, <laughs> amazing. That sounds really cool. Was it called Canine? No, no. <laughs> she was she was called Harriet Good Girl, but I played her like K nine. Okay. So that was that was that was my thing. But yeah, really good, Harriet really good interesting. Harriet Good Girl. Um, and because I forgot to do it last time, but I'll do it again for this. Uh, we also have for the DMs Book Club. We have a offer code off at Third Space Gaming uh, in Burma. Uh, it's is your local friendly local game store. Um, so you can type in the code DMBC on their website and get ten percent off your first order, and that can be on role-playing books i could be on terrain could be on warhammer uh, if you're back into warhammer at all <laughs> um, i do buy yeah. some of it but I, I i if i if i if i get too much into it i'll have no money left so i just keep it very very tight <laughs> on what i buy special yeah. special things yeah. well brilliant and yeah well, thank you so much hamilton this has been an absolute pleasure of oh, your time well, yeah sorry of, of our time i meant yeah. to say but your time so a pleasure to hang out with me that's what no, it's <laughs> been an absolute yeah it's been an absolute pleasure to chat out with you and i'm so grateful <laughs> no i am seriously it's been absolutely great um, i love the fact we're now just playing our hag characters <laughs> yes. back and forth now it's insulting each other across the big body of water that's uh that's what's happened here. for quite a while but it's all right <laughs> no it was, oh, it was true. no it wasn't 100 Oh, I'm not even that sort of person it's so hard to even do it but yes no thank you so much it's been absolutely honour and great to, to do this as a stream with you and yeah. uh, hopefully we can do more stuff it's been absolutely I, fantastic I, I, I would absolutely love that so we will definitely consider that but yeah. until next time dear listeners thank you for listening and as, as you said last time uh, love you bye, bye. <laughs>